take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from 12-member app-promoted arena symphonic to clown bands that can pull off hop kicks and clown bands that flop kick. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Phil. With me is Frank, Mike, and Sam. I think I'm just going to stop making jokes after these genres now because nothing I say can fucking follow that up (laughs) thanks bill i used to like doing little bits after those intros hey man i don't even come up with that shit i'm not that creative it's the writing department (laughs) (laughs) the hyenas (laughs) yeah like uh that's that's actually what the patreon money goes to is just we pay like a bunch of shitty hat comics to make up genres for us you get our sick memes and our sick intro yep we we pay 10 of them five dollars a month yeah (laughs) and we're actually losing money on it i know it's ridiculous okay all right so we're not here to talk about ghostwriters we're here to talk about metal Mm -hmm. we are and let's get to that shit who's starting us out me all right so uh (laughs) this one uh Yet again, I know I've said his name many times on the show. Uh, this comes from my boy, Jake. Thank you, Jake. You're a fucking angel, dude. You've been absolutely invaluable in helping me find bands for this show. Because believe it or not, I do actually like worry about whether I'll be able to find bands for the show like frequently. But Jake pretty much keeps my inbox flooded with just like constant band suggestions. And it's gotten to the point where I almost can't keep up with them. So this is uh, this is just something he sent me a couple weeks ago. So Tom, why don't you just uh, show it to us? Oh yeah, that uh, mm, like Pig Destroyer almost was, with more death metal. I was also gonna say, I was like, I was uh, I was feeling kind of like really beat and tired, but now <laughs> I'm good. I got some energy now. Yeah, get that blood pumping again. Woo! Yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks to thanks to Jake for sending this to me. That was uh, Gaza with no absolutes and human suffering. <clears throat> the track was called "The Truth Weighs Nothing." And it's available at gazamusic.bandcamp.com. Well, actually, I should correct myself. It's not actually available. You can listen to it, but you can't buy it. I don't know why. Maybe it's on a label page. It might be. 
I have no fucking clue. If somebody knows, uh, I'm um, right in the middle of a show, so I can't check. I've noticed sometimes bands will do that. Just they advertise will, it, but then it'll just, be up on a label page. That or they'll, yeah, it's like, or even there, I've ran across a few where they're like, uh, "You shouldn't have to buy this. Here you go." Uh, it's like, hm, okay, true. Well, it's like it's like the same problem I have when I really wanted to buy uh, Shut In's Fear Pain. Like that whole album is on Bandcamp, but you can't actually buy it. Hmm. I don't know why. It's yeah. not on any label page that I've found. And seriously, if anyone knows where to find Gaza's No Absolutes and Human Suffering, like especially if you can buy it digitally, let me know because I want to buy this. I'm because sure. any band, yeah, any any band who describes themselves as there once were a bunch of dudes that got together to write emo and failed <laughs> that that's that that's the kind of shit that i'm curious about so yeah gaza no absolutes and human suffering really yeah. cool album came out in 2012 i mean i like it when you call yourself gaza and i imagine you're referring to gaza uh, it's it stomps like as in the Gaza Strip. Right, like, and that's a pretty fucked place, so I'd expect it to yeah. be pretty brutal music, and it is. Appropriate yeah. that, they're, uh, that they're currently touring with Full of Hell, looks like, according to their band camp. That's... Yeah, and, uh, and Code Orange. Oh, jeez. Jesus Christ. No survivors! <laughs> Actually, I don't... Uh, seeing as they're still listed as Code Orange kids, I think this tour probably happened a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. So, Still, yeah, that happened at one point in time. People yeah, died. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I believe that. I'm, I'm actually kind of sad because I really would like to have seen this band and Full of Hell live. Yeah, it would have been a ridiculous tour. Seriously. Yeah, dude, I bet that was fucking nuts. If oh, anyone I was, if anyone at any point listening to this show ever caught part of that tour, ever caught a show on that tour. Let us know. Like, tell us about it. Tell us how fucking nuts that show was. They can't. They're dead. <laughs> well, someone They're had survivors. to have survived, Frank. No. No one. <sighs> Frank, why do you have to be such a negative fucking Nancy? I'm just speaking the truth, sir. You bitch. <laughs> hold out some hope for the future. It won't fucking kill you to hold out some hope. Mm. Asshole. Anyway, <clears throat> we're going to move on. And uh, this this is another. I believe this was a random find, actually. So, uh, you guys know how I feel about Finnish death metal, right? Yeah, I really I really like it. So, yeah. anyone anyone who tells me it's like, <clears throat> it nice. Uh, we're this is like our competition now. I want to go back and do like a. I want to go back and do like an audio comp of everybody who's belched on this show. Because I'm pretty sure it would just be like you. Really... I could. I just. I'm not gonna do that. I'm sorry. Not 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 <laughs> to down your idea. Just that that sounds gross. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we can make we can make it we can make it available for Patreon donators. How about this? You know, if we can get the Patreon, Patreon up to up to 250, I'll isolate all the burps and farts. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just learn how to... to do. It is. Imagine how much work you're gonna put me through for. You know what I'm saying. So, well, I never said you got to do it. Get out there and paid up. Well, I, he just he just put his fucking name on it. Man. That's it. it. Yeah, guaranteed. <sighs> God. Wow, I like how you're. I like how you're like putting yourself forward to do something that you clearly don't want to do, really, but you won't let not. anyone else do it. I mean, 
There I'll, it is. <laughs> is Stakes are there. I, yeah, I'm not I'm listening just... to our shit for that. <laughs> I don't care that much. Like, was that like, was that I, a fart or a chair? Listen to our shit. Like, oh yeah, I, I'm just not I, going back to listen to it again. <laughs> I think I think I I think I went back and listened to these episodes like the first thirty that I was on, and I don't think I've actually like listened to a whole show of ours since. I don't know why I stopped. I I try to get at least one a month so that I know that I'm not sucking too hard. Uh, no, I mean, anyway. Yeah, back well, to we this. Suck, keep but we don't. We do suck, but we don't suck that badly. Hey, but hey, what about this finish? Frank. What about this finished death metal? Well, when you tell when when your entire track list is named after classic horror movies, and quite literally named after classic horror movies, and you're primarily influenced by Finnish and Swedish death metal, that that that's a good way to get me to at least hit play. So I did that on Summoning Death's The House That Screamed album, which came out quite literally the day I discovered it. Like, I I found this album, like, probably a couple hours after it went up, which was, you know, quite the timing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're going to take a we're going to take a peek at the song uh, Carnival of Souls. Tom. Fun trivia: Carnival of Souls is like one of my top ten horror movies. Oh yeah, very nice. Oh, dude, like, um, it's funny because the next track on this album is called "Keep My Grave Open," and it's actually a gorgeous acoustic ballad. What? Like, it's just like, it's just like, it's just like, uh, like kind of a a two guitar ballad, and it's beautiful. 
one of the one of the things that that really caught me about this i mean on top of the fact that it was just fucking awesome period uh you know there's plenty of bands that will do the like let's name our shit after this horror movie or that horror movie uh where i feel like this track really captured the spirit of the movie because it's kind of a it's a real eerie slow burn uh type of film and well and and that also ties in with the fact that um a lot of well finnish death metal in general that style i mean this this band is actually from mexico but they are absolutely drawing on their finnish influences hardcore here finnish death metal in general uh, a lot of which i brought into the show in the the crypt segments tends to be very sort of eerie and ethereal in a, in its own ways i mean it just a lot of those bands seem to make use of like the super heavy rhythms but have these kind of ethereal creepy guitar lines it, going over the top you heard you heard a lot of that in this track too yeah i mean it's like mellow deathy i mean is that unfair um it's not 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 quite uh not quite it's just i feel like that's just sort of uh that's one of those traits sort of just indicative of finnish death metal Mm, i need to send you more mike i just need to send you a bunch of finnish death metal yeah yeah dog i'm I'm real curious now especially looking at uh, a lot of the other titles on here um i'm real curious to hear what they do for the cabinet of dr caligari yeah yeah that was that, that was one of two movies I watched in a uh, film appreciation class that I took in college that I liked. There Still, were, all, all those movies sucked except for that movie and a movie on the making of Citizen Kane called RKO 281, which you should watch. It's fucking great. It's Lee Schreiber and John Malkovich. Great nice. movie. But, but yeah. uh, Caligari to this day probably has my favorite set design of all time. It is a super creative and creepy movie. Yeah, the it, it 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 it's amazing how well it holds up for uh, being essentially the first horror movie. Well, I mean, and fuck, even like even Tim Burton pretty much straight up admitted that he ripped off the cabinet of Dr. Caligari design for Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. It's super obvious. Anyway, uh, not to get too far into the into the cinema side of things, uh, this <laughs> yeah. shit is fucking dope, dude. Yeah, it's it's just like you know there there's definitely definitely that like that Sunlight Studios like Swedish flavor to it. Like there's there's some entombed and dismembered, but I feel like I feel like the more Finnish side of things, like the convulse and oh, I don't know, like just. And it will like rip almost the Ripikulu style sound. Like I feel that almost overpowers it because the the Finnish sensibilities, the the songwriting and the structuring is just so much more present to me. And that's what I really like about it because Finland has been like my go to place for death metal lately, and that that's part of why I appreciated this so much. And also the cover design for this, like I need this on a shirt, like so badly. Have you guys seen the cover? I have not. It's <laughs> fucking tight. Oh, yeah, I was looking at that because I was sitting here looking through the... Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty oh, fucking dope. dope. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I was going to say, like, if you if you like the cover for Necrot's Blood Offerings, you're going to like fucking... So, anyway, go to Chaos, uh, Chaos-Records, like the, the symbol dash, not the word. Chaos-Records.Bandcamp.com, and you'll find summoning deaths the house that screened this may and also 
the digital album is seven bucks and the CD is eleven, which I'm considering ordering. Dude, I'm, because this is yeah, yeah. I want I want whatever's in that booklet because I need to see the rest of that artwork. So I'm probably gonna order a CD for the first time. Uh, I think ever. I don't think I've ever actually ordered a CD before. <laughs> I, I I think I I think I've ordered well over two hundred in the past couple of years. <sighs> no, seriously, my collection I think hit the four hundred and fifty mark a few months ago. Nice. I'm still, oh, dude! Jeez! I'll, I'll have to. I'll just. I'll have to post you like a. I'll have to send you guys like photos or just like post on the page like full photos of my entire CD collection because I have a fair amount. Yeah, dude, do still, it. Uh, still hovering around a thousand records right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. But uh, uh, anyway, fucking shit. Yeah, this is fucking sick. Yeah. Go check out. Uh, go well, check out Summoning well, Deaths, the house that screened this. This is definitely one of my favorite albums so far this year, and I guarantee you it'll end up on my top ten. Uh, so I'm glad I'm not the one following this up. Who is? Mike. Yo. All right, well, cool. I don't know. Judging judging by the name of this album, I think he, uh, judging by the name of this band, I think he's going to do just fine. Uh, yeah, I'm real excited to hear this. <laughs> well, funny story. So this was this is it for me i mean for us really this is a special episode because we've been reached out to a couple times i um, actually saw this message yeah um gotta stop saying that um we were reached out to by a band by the name of napalm ted mm-hmm. <laughs> they reached out and so for the next two i'd like uh, well they would like some feedback mm-hmm. okay. you know what i'm saying so Okay. I picked the track, <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of fun, but I think it does manage to represent really what's going on here at a base. So let's listen to it. I was gonna say this falls. Okay. This this falls. Uh, hey, can I can I just ask one real quick question? Can uh, I, I know we I know we have uh, several listeners from Finland, and I just want to ask everyone who listens to the show from Finland this question: How the fuck are you people so good at making extreme music of all kinds? What is in the fucking water over there? <laughs> and if you can bottle it up and send it to me, I will pay you at least five dollars a gallon. I was gonna. Yeah. Firm price. 
I was going to say, this falls into the category of, while listening to this, I want to like just spear someone through some drywall <laughs> while having a beer in hand. And even if bits of debris fall into that beer, I'm going to chug it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I, right off the bat, was reminded of Kill Your Idols, which is not a bad thing. Uh, and the more it went on, I was getting flashes of Send More Paramedics, which is also a kit like both uh both good things to remind me of <laughs> really See, cool what shit. i lo- what i liked about it is that that it it had more than enough to satisfy that that smaller part of me that really likes hearing these old school hardcore influences yeah but also at the same time there's more than enough like just overt death metal going on here to keep me just like super ex- excited and they like Napalm Ted apparently have just like managed to blend the two in a way that most other bands don't. It, it's, and it's, it's fun and exciting and it never, it never felt like one was overshadowing the other. It always feels like there's an equal marriage of the two. It, it's, and I, I personally just want to congratulate Napalm Ted for actually managing to do that because that can't have been easy to do it's it's kind of like that early early grindcore sound where it was you know uh kind of power violence meets fucking all right cool that sets me up for it it, at a point listening through it a few times to really be able to nail down a track to bring in um i brought one in that does hit the 50 50 mark i think perfectly but um there are songs there are songs that straight remind me of grindcore tracks back from like the sex position days or some girls or like an albatross without all the craziness okay you know what i mean like it does have really true early grind influence i was thinking even earlier grind yeah i mean like real old school where it was heavily punk based okay uh there is like there are punky predominantly punky tracks and there are much more like death metal tracks and there's always a blend of the two, but sometimes they'll lean in one direction or the other, and it's really cool. You got both vocalists, or both styles. I imagine there's two vocalists because sometimes they're both going on at the same time. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I was I was about to say if there's like if like they have just one vocalist who pulls that off, then that's like even more impressive. But even <laughs> if they've got two, that's still. It it almost reminds me of like it almost reminds me of like uh like old Carcass or Exhumed, like how they would just they would alternate between like the the lows and the extreme highs yeah i mean and there there will be certain like i said certain tracks are almost one whole thing so it's it's really a diverse album i was like what in the fuck was that yeah what is that? motorcycle i think but uh here's a little bit of info about them since we have it their uh power trio was uh formed in 2015 so this is their sixth release so far <clears throat> they consider to uh, play some kind of crossover grindcore and death metal, which, yeah, that's pretty obvious, with uh, Macabre and Terrorizer in mind. So? Well, seeing as I really like Macabre, actually, I feel like Macabre don't get enough uh, love as it is because that band is fucking great. And I really like Terrorizer. In fact, I've been listening to World Downfall a lot lately. Didn't, seeing uh, as it's like one of th- didn't you do Macabre on a, on a Crypt episode? No, but I should. I, I really, really should. I really, I can't believe I haven't brought in Sinister Slaughter. Yeah. I thought, that. Uh, God it, damn it, Phil. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you owe him that mouth. Oh my God. Gotta show him what it do. 
Frank, you know what? Don't be pissed just because, you know, because you're not as gentle as Phil and Mike are. Maybe yeah. if you were, I'd blow you more. It's about cradling. I know. <laughs> I need to feel loved. I need to feel appreciated. You need to do you need to do post act care. Mm-hmm. I don't want That's to. A thing. <laughs> yeah, because you're a fucking cunt, Frank. That's what <laughs> I just want to see your eyes so, tearing up. <laughs> oh boy. Just wanna see you just wanna see my eyeliner smearing. If you're still with uh, us, you can find Napalm Ted at napalmted.bandcamp.com. Napalm Ted fucking rules. This album is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying it. Is. Mouthful. Actually, since actually, yeah, I, I, I just bought this. So. Very nice. This album is called uh, Mouthful, and it was released May of 2018. And I'm pretty sure we mentioned that they're from Finland. Yes. So next up is another one where, well, ironically, I had this on my short list. Like, it would have been here in the next two weeks mm-hmm. once I got to it. But, no shit. Um, Dark Trails reached out to us, and they were like, yo, check this shit out. That's I- I love the bands are actually like reaching out to us Christian now. That's so true. So yeah, that's fucking awesome. And uh, you know, I encourage that. Please hit us up with stuff to check out because this, oh my god! Like I, I like if you guys grabbed it and you guys dug it. That's, but oh my god, Tom, like you especially. Just let's listen to what harmony was. Everything I want from this genre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say right off the bat, that was the best fake slam and fake jazz album I've ever heard. <laughs> did you guys? Did Did you guys look at the tags? Is that yeah. what it says? Fake slam, fake. No. Fake slam, fake jazz. I saw. I saw the. Um, somebody else referred to them as channeling their forefathers of the number twelve looks like you, and that's how it made it into my for Here. later list, right? And then listening to it and hearing that blend of like uh, late number 12 and early number 12 and and Dillinger and uh, I love everything I want from that genre. I loved the uh, the funk groove that was <laughs> happening at one point. Like 
legit funk yeah. rhythm. So as I'm like, yeah, but who doesn't who doesn't love funk though? Funk is the shit. Yes. So as it's going on, every second where I'm like, all right, I'm getting into this groove and they're changing it up. It's like you bitch. <laughs> like I love it, but it's it's definitely one of those things you need to spend like time with the album. Uh-huh. You're gonna need. You, I need more time with this to fully get into you get like, that, like, dance has to be interpreted. Like, <laughs> there's are you going to create a, performance art based on this? Uh, no, but <laughs> oh, Frank, you pussy. Wait, was, did you just call him a pussy for not making performance art? I think yeah. he did <laughs> because I re, because I just want to see how. Frank would do performance art. I just want to see how he, that would you go. You just want to see me in one of those fucking spandex suits. Just fucking Looking cover like his dick and paint and slap it on things. Like, I guarantee you. Yeah, it, it would definitely be yeah, vulgar. But I want, yeah, but I want to upload it to Pornhub and make money off of it. Alright. Fair enough. I was going to say, I, you can do, every review... I, ju- I just want to exploit you. Every, every review would use the words raw and vulgar. Visceral, maybe. But All right, getting back to it, that was yeah. no- Noises. Uh, it's my best shot at that. That's N-O-I-S-A-Y-S off of their I self-titled. Think, I think you actually have it right. Okay. I think that actually is how it's pronounced. I mean, you know, Phil said it, I said it, I'm going to say it again. This is like literally on the nose, everything I want yeah, out of this. Yeah, and done really well. Oh. Uh, just, just fucking... Perfect. I mean, you, you guys killed it. Oh, God. you guys Ab- killed it. Like, but like, I don't know that I really want to hear anything fucking else from this fucking genre. Like, good luck, good luck, because my bar has been set now. <laughs> I mean, I pray. Seriously, and <laughs> as you'd imagine, it was really hard to pick out of the four tracks that are available right now. One to bring in. You know, it's released in a few days, October 17th of this year. I'm going to need that shit. So get over to darktrailrecords.bandcamp.com or noises.bandcamp.com. I can think of like three CDs that I'm going to have to order once November rolls around and I get paid again. My girlfriend is going to hate being in my car this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know, dude. Maybe she'll really like the maybe she'll really like the Summoning Dead album. She get that and let me know how it goes. (laughs) <laughs> okay I, I was happy enough that i got her to to dig uh h2o so yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> take your, take that, your wins that, that, we should make that a segment just like uh like phil's girlfriend's reaction to <laughs> albums he buys you should have seen her reaction to the to the the performance by watchdogs <laughs> like how does she do yeah that? yeah that was all that was genuine all <laughs> all right i got one more let me getting this one so this one was difficult because when i found it initially it was in like ukrainian and russian letters which are like almost moon runes to me mm-hmm. isn't so, it like isn't it a cyrillic is that what it's called yes maybe mm-hmm. i think yeah so. I'll, I'll default to your expertise we're not uh scholars I, I, in this I'm not, <laughs> I'm not i'm not entirely sure he's flashy languages yeah so i had to use a little bit of uh you know a little bit of some tricks to get this translated over to something I can relate to you people. Well, aren't you the like, super sleuth? Like I would my, like to think so. Like my throwback <laughs> jokes to uh, things that people haven't heard yet. <laughs> Throwbacks to the future. <laughs> Boom! God, we're just, just like all, 
Oh, what's that? Like Titan Paradox. <clears throat> what's that from? Mm, I don't know, man. That, I don't know. Oh, fuck, I don't know. It sounded like it. crying when you said it. <laughs> a little. Uh, so I'm going to say a bunch of words at you, uh, and I'm going to need you to pay a little, little bit of attention. So the band translated is Zine. Z-I-A-N-I-E. That'll get you there in Bandcamp search. That's translated to hiatus in English. I'm not sure if that's what it means, but I'm relating the information I found. You know what I mean? My invest, my information. So it's off of the album, from what I can tell, is named first. So let's listen to track one. Got some Fuck. like, got some it's like so shy halud breakdowns with some like metalcore. Oh man! And chaotic hardcore. See, see th- th- this is not a style that I care for, but that does not mean for a second that I cannot acknowledge the sheer amount of skill that is going into this. Like that, just that was fucking head spinning. Oh, dude, that was fucking, it, and it's so much fun. Yeah, like, that was so fucking fun. I like the atmosphere they were adding with the synthy chords. You know, I mean, it, this is really great. This is uh, a two-track release. They have a couple releases up. Um, this is going to be something I follow pretty close. And they are from Ukraine. Release July. Yeah, July. yeah. yeah they're from uh, Kiev, looks like. What's going on in the Ukraine, man? Yo, Eugene, you know these dudes? I almost hit him up to tell me what this meant. <laughs> good, like, good question. <laughs> I, I would like to know if Eugene knows these guys. <clears throat> familiar with them yeah seriously so uh yeah dude like got some sweet chaotic hardcore some some fucking grindcore i don't know what more you can want so far making a lot of use of some making a lot of use of dissonance in yeah those styles yeah which makes mike mike's penis very hard oh man Th- and uh ooh, yeah this is actually a decent segue <laughs> frank oh yeah it I is th- i think um, i'll so uh speaking eugene 
Um, as mentioned in the uh, the interview that we had with Nietzsche, that, still that, my favorite, one of my favorite things we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. That was a really interesting interview. <clears throat> unknown, actually. unknown necessarily to us is that you know that's that was just a, a side project, I and like a, I feel like a douche because I knew this. I just. Yeah, came to the interview well unprepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're saying that now, but no, I said it last week. I know, I'm yeah. just busting balls. Yeah, you fucking. But as he mentioned before, he's in a another band that's a little bit more well known in the Ukraine called Septa, and they released an album in 2016, and we're going to listen to a track of that. Tom, play it. start so um it's this is a there's a lot going on throughout this whole entire album. i know like and you get way more music than you're paying for oh yeah at, um at 13 tracks at about four minutes at five minutes a track like yeah it's well that was the track uh the seducer you, off of sounds like murder by septa and it's crazy there's moments on this album where it's like the best way to describe it is almost like the the rhythm and like the drumming is almost like uh, it kind of reminds me of Tool, but the guitar work going on with it and the vocals are just so fucking it's crazy. Like all of the pretentious and just reinject good music. I I, uh, I made the same joke when we did bring them in, way way back, uh, possibly on YouTube, possibly I don't I don't know, but. Uh, Man, if you've ever been on the fucking L, the the Septa in Philly, at uh, hmm. any odd hours, <laughs> uh, this is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it's not what they're named after, but Jesus, is it perfect? Yeah, <laughs> it's 
terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great because the the track after this has a little <clears throat> bit more like um, I would say it's like a bit more softer, but like yeah. there's a there's more dynamic and variety. <laughs> Like Eugene and his cohorts are masterminds. Like th- this is mastered so fucking well, just like Nietzsche's material. Mm-hmm. You know, this is obviously conceived to a point. I mean, you know, if you've listened to the interviews, they said they they wrote in an expedited manner. I mean, I couldn't imagine this being the same story, especially with like a thirteen track listing. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's unreal. <sighs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah, it's. <laughs> That's what's crazy about it. like there's bits that are more um I'll use the term most more uh melodic or whatnot, and then when it comes into like things things say like the seducer, like it fucking hits you and it hits hard. Like I would uh, you know what, you said something <clears throat> interesting though, now that having listened to a lot of their material uh as a whole, um there's not a lot of like staccato sort of like machine feel. This is a very rhythmic Correct. Sort of a thing, sort of an affair. Which yeah. it, 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 it gets explored fully. So. Yeah, you, uh, like, for our listeners, like, you want to pick this up. Yeah. This is, this needs to be on your, uh, must purchase list. This is, this is why we do what we do. I mean, as they even said, again, you know, I don't want to completely recap the interview, but if there is even any question as to their you know, value and or should they keep going? I mean, this is why we, you know, get out there and support the music that, you know, yeah, we want to see around. I mean, it's, it's as, uh, as we've talked about before, if Dillinger had to quit because they weren't making it, imagine, imagine the, the career for the rest of these guys out there. A good majority of the bands uh, we bring on the show. And, 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 Septa is certainly deserving. I was gonna say the fact that that Septa, like, if you admit it, that they're pretty um, big in the Ukraine. The fact that it, like, no, this should be well known around the world. Like, this yeah. is this is insane, right? Um, I mean, and I mean, especially when you see there's the odd song uh, on both their offerings that is English. I mean, it's not completely unapproachable. Mm-mm. Also, sweet ass fucking album art. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Um to get a hold of that, just go to septa.bandcamp.com. Get on it. Alrighty. I'm gonna take this in a totally different direction right now. Tom, Do why it. don't you go ahead and roll that?
that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Holy shit. Oh, oh that... my oh my god, I wasn't even alive in 1984, but holy shit, I I'm having flashbacks to a time I wasn't even alive. <laughs> possible. Was, was he saying Jesus. Was he saying you're going to die in Turbo City tonight? Yes. yes. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I even, I even looked at the lyrics while it was playing. That is exactly what he's saying. That is the title track of the album Turbo City by the band Stunner out of Gainesville, Florida. If oh. you had told me that this that this was like some long lost demo tape dug up from like some old like Birmingham rockers basement from like 1983, I would have totally believed you because this like this is like the NWOBHM sound of that day, like personified, and it's fucking rad. This, this is some night riding music. I mean, yeah, with a trunk full of whiskey and obviously waiting response. Dude, I to think your location I think, before <laughs> you drink said whiskey. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna listen to this to and from my way to the bar on Friday. Yeah, and this this is gonna be my psych up music before I hit the bars. Ah, dude, it's just I mean they 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 thrash properly. Uh, you know my my own, and and here's the thing I didn't get a chance to listen through the entire album yet. Bet your ass I will be doing that. Uh, Hell yeah, that dude. that sick fucking synth intro. Yeah, the the only thing I'd like to hear more of, and maybe it's there on the album. Maybe I just haven't heard it yet. The only thing I'd like to hear more of is that interspersed within the thrash. All right, I didn't want to go for it. I didn't want to necessarily say that because that's kind of like, you know, wishing for a best possible outcome. I did appreciate, however, how the guitars were dialed in in such a way as to be real, like, sustainy and, like, kind of creamy, almost like a synth. Yeah. So, like, yes, I want that layered on top, too, definitely, but... I feel like it didn't transition hard. It it, it no. worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it worked beautifully. Uh, I mean, it, it feels exact like like Sam said. You know, ha- had this fucking had this song come out in 1984, I would have been like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, this is what's happening. Uh, like like this sounds like it could have come like straight out of like England or Germany <laughs> during the early 80s. Yeah, and they and they fucking slay it, dude. I mean, everything's on fucking point. Um, also, no nobody here has any excuses because this digital album is five dollars. Yeah, yeah. So go pick it up. Five dollars for seven fucking songs, uh, and they're <laughs> it's just fucking, you know. Uh, they're all they're all decent they're all decent length they're between like they're between like uh like just under three minutes and up to around four and a half yeah it's uh fuck man uh like like i said didn't get a chance to listen to all of it just yet uh kind of heard this and a few other songs in full and then skipped around through some stuff just to get a feel uh everything i fucking heard from them is fantastic so if you want to check that out, head over to stunner, N-W-O-T-H-M dot bandcamp dot com. These brains have been keeping me alive tonight. Whew. Got them Monday yeah. tired and it's not, it's, it's gone. Gone. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's been like a single pick tonight that's been, that's had a, a, a remote lack of excitement. To be everything fair, that's man. been brought everything I, that's brought in tonight is just like fire we're firing all fucking cylinders I can, tonight. well you just wait for this next bit well, I, was, I was also gonna say like 
Not to toot our own, but we've been doing fucking good for a while now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I've been uh, enjoying it. Oh, I fucking love what we do here, and I hope the fucking listeners do too. I hope you guys are getting something out of it, because I was thinking about it uh, on my drive home, and I was like, dude, if we do at least six bands a week, that's fucking 24 bands a month. If our listeners don't have the most prolific libraries yet. (laughs) Most prolific libraries, most empty bank accounts. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like I I wasn't lying earlier when I said that like the next month or so is going to be really, really hard on my bank account because like there's so much shit like coming up on man camp. Like I still, I like, I still haven't bought the new necrophobic. I still haven't bought a copy of the new Judas priest yet. There's so much shit that I'm missing right now, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. I will be ordering a CD copy of the new Outer Heaven. It's gonna happen, buddy. Don't worry. Anyway, uh, shit. Yeah, go check out Stunner. But we got a segment to get to. Some, we do. Some might say it's the most important segment. I mean, it is. Who would argue? It is undoubtedly the most important. No one would because it's true. <laughs> that uh... segment would be. Yeah. Brutal bruise. As we do, Tom, roll this.
my God. God. Light the torches. We're taking to the streets, boys. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Is this fucking good? <coughs> this is a good pairing. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, that Let me see what's going on here. was the track Chorus of the Dissimilar off of Shai Halud's 2008 album, Misanthropy Pure. Actually, Phil, real quick, uh, I don't know. Are Shai Halud still together? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's interesting with Shai Halud because for quite a while now, it's basically just been Matt Fox with uh, whomever. <laughs> um, but it still always works. Every iteration of them I've seen live has been fantastic, and it's really like it's his uh, it's his brainchild. Right. So it, it it continues to work despite vocalist changes and all other kinds of shit. Right, right. I mean, um, a buddy of ours filled in for them on the road like a year or two ago. Uh, yeah. Stefan. Um, yeah. Hmm, maybe I'll hit him up and. So anyway, uh, like that was a thing, and like uh, yeah, like you said, they're kind of like running on, or he's running on more of like a fly by night sort of operation, but it's yeah, still it's still um, operating. I, I think I think right now, just judging by uh, having kind of checked out Twitter and Facebook, I think he's actually working on new zombie apocalypse material, which is dope. Um, yes. But I mean, this was 2008; they were on their third vocalist by now. Uh, their their first being Chad Gilbert, who went on to be the lead guitarist and main songwriter for Newfound Glory, <laughs> uh, who showed back up for the next album, Reach Beyond the Sun. Uh, then there was Geert Vanderveld, uh, who was on That Within Blood Ill Tempered, also fantastic in a totally different style. Uh, you know, it, it's almost as if he wrote differently around it. Um, and this particular album. Uh, for anyone who's paid attention, I've mentioned in the past, is probably my least played Shy Halud album. Really? Um, it's just one of those things. It, it kind of, the release kind of slipped by me, um, and I just never really caught up on it. Like, it, it's, I haven't spent the time with it that I should have. Uh, and thinking about that recently, I was like, that needs to fucking change. <laughs> um, what would you say, I mean, not that we need to like do this right now, but what would you say like your favorite one or two Shai Halud albums would be? Uh, the, the number one place would be a toss up between, um, hearts once nourished and, uh, reach beyond the sun. Okay. Both, uh, Chad Gilbert, Albert albums. Uh, yeah, you're making me realize, like, because uh, that was in Blood Ill Tempered is one of my favorites for for sure. But listening back th- back through this today, I guess, like you said, I mean, I scope like is set your body ablaze on here. No. Okay, then whatever version I'm listening to is like maybe a bonus or something. But like, it's so fucking good, and I don't remember these tracks. I think like I should. Yeah, well, it's kind of the same thing. You 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 throw on any other Shai Halud album, and uh, I know it fucking word for word. Mm-hmm. Not this one. Uh, and that kind of bothered me. So recently, I've been giving it more of a listen. It was and, a good uh, day for Shai Halud. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean. Um, and that's when I, you know, today I decided, you know what, fuck it. Like, this is what we're doing for Brutal Brews. Um, I wanted to say <clears throat> something for me that... uh. Well, one thing that always sticks out 
with uh, Shirehalud, which Mike nodded on the head after it played when he said we're going to the streets. Is anytime I listen to Shirehalud, <laughs> it gives that feeling of like, you know, yeah, yeah, shit is fucked. We need to do something. Let's do it. And then I usually just crack open a beer and do nothing. Righteous, but, righteous know, like praise the sun, like fucking fury. Like I mean, it's not it's not necessarily fury, but it's like this like. Something needs to be done. Yeah, like, yeah, falling down kind of moment. I mean, the the opening line is "Gather all we cynics and outcasts." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, followed shortly it's... by the line, "We are what will not sway in the wind." Like, <laughs> also, can we also like with the the sound of it? They're somehow nailing a nice like. There's definitely a nice like smooth sound, but it has this fucking bite to it. Like that's what I was gonna say. Is there's the, somehow this perfect marriage of melody and and anger where the melody isn't necessarily taking away from it but it's just melodic in its own sense I'm, i mean it gives this like poetry to the always rough vocals which you know what i mean they end up becoming pretty what they are yeah um and it's i mean there's a re- like they they were one of the early true metalcore bands uh before the term was even popular um, and it's, you know, th- I mean, this album, especially if you're looking for the most metal side of Shia Hulud, I was surprised how metal this was right here on right. this anthropy pure, um, I mean, Jesus creation, ruin, venom spreader, uh, there, there's the, the, this album's just fucking heavy. It's, it's tough the whole time. I mean. Especially, like, you know, you, you were just saying, like, we were talking about the melody a bit. I mean, there's other albums where there's more of a, more of a pullback on, say, the chugs and the, the strictly heavy parts for more of a speed or a drive ax- aspect. <clears throat> but, um... I would say it's not even necessarily the, uh, the chugs or anything like that, but, like, the actual, I guess, some tries to look the tone of it. Somehow the way it's played and whatnot has uh-huh. a smoothness to it. But still, there's something on the, I guess, on the top end or something like that that's, slight, uh, like I said, has bite to it. It right. has, like, it digs in. I've like, always I've always had held this in as one of the ways I would like to integrate into my own guitar playing. Like, if I were to ever write, I'd always want to keep this melodic value that doesn't sacrifice. I, I think a lot of it comes down to his decision uh, to, rather than you know, just play a chord and let it ring out. Um, he kind of arpeggiates everything. There's a lot of, there's all, so it creates a, a ton of movement. Right. So like it, you know, um, and not that their songs aren't complex, they are, but I think it, it adds this, it, it makes it sound even crazier than it is. Cause he's oh like, it's constant. It never, it doesn't just stop. It does feel like if he's not moving the song along with chord, like the chords are only really there for almost percussive value. Otherwise, yeah. it's being filled with like technical music. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking on point. Um, yeah, we you you picked a, a wonderful beer for this. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the beer. <laughs> yeah, so, what do you got for us? This is a a tough one to pair. This was um, a good bring in because I've just been here recently. So it's. You know, especially for me with um with a Shy Halud album, uh like I, I need, it it has to be right, otherwise I'm gonna fucking hate myself. This is my all time favorite band. Like I better do a good fucking brutal bruise. Uh and it, it took 
I spent a good fucking 15 minutes standing there, staring at different beers, considering different aspects, um, and kind of surprisingly, uh, ended up settling for a porter. You settled for a porter, but as I, well, we're on number two, but as we're drinking this, this is, so obviously porters are known for being, you know, more of a malty beer. Yes. And this is, but there's still hot presence in this. There's mm-hmm. still in, that. In just the right mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Yes. Um, which, which is part of the thing, you know, where, uh, I mean, especially with this album, as much as it leans on the metal, uh, there's still obviously the hardcore elements and uh this is kind Vox of is playing it's kind of perfect uh it's also you know there's something about shy halud for me uh that's always there's something like a like a strange warmth to it you know uh it, it feels in an odd way kind of inviting uh as much as it's about being bitter and hating everything um i, I and i guess that's really musically uh, there's something about it that pulls you in and makes you feel like you're a part of something. It's uh, it's kind of what attracted me to Shyalud in the first place. I heard them and I was like, holy shit, like, it, these are my thoughts it's, on it's paper. A, it's a like, new hope in every track, in every chord, over and over again. It's hope but with, through anger. With being inviting, uh, you've got a porter, which I think is one of the most fucking inviting beers on the planet like if it's if it's fucking if it's a shitty cold rainy day out and someone's like hey man you want to fucking come in we got the fucking you know the the fucking heat song we got some porters and be like yeah cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me sweet. give me one of them dark boys yeah <laughs> it, oh, it can no. it, <laughs> oh yeah that sounds bad it, it can that be. sounds it, real bad Kim's still coming for did you ever, like, yes, God damn it, you say, I'm sorry, you, you say something, and then after it's like, it's like, oh, that didn't, that's not what I, oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's, oh, someone shit. can, someone can isolate that, and that becomes very incriminating. You mean like me? Yes. Get that Patreon up to $100. <laughs> <laughs> and we send Frank to jail. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, well, that one threw me off a little bit. What were you saying, Sammy? I was saying it could be hot out and I'll still drink a porter. Fuck. I, uh, I like them. I chugged a, I a boot full of Imperial Russian stout in 90 degree <laughs> nice. weather. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we're talking like ambient temp. <sighs> uh, getting back to how you nailed this fucking bring in. Oh my God. Uh, did we name the brewery? Did you, did you try this? I did try it. It's good. It's so, really good. This is, uh, Tonewood Brewing's Revolution Porter. Uh, they're based, I mean, literally down the street from us in uh, in Oakland, New Jersey. It's a cool little spot. You can bring your you can bring your own food in there and shit. And I think I had this while I was there, and remember it being really good. I like I like porters with a lot of character, and this mm-hmm. has that. Well, that's the thing. It's really easy. Uh, it's really easy for a porter to be kind of bland. Yeah, there is sort of that that base porter flavor, and I feel like a lot of breweries will just kind of rest on that. You know, they'll be like, "Yeah, we've got a porter," and they put it out, and it's like, "Yeah, I mean, it doesn't suck." Uh, <laughs> but like Tonewood, it really feels like there's something 
there's something special to what they've done here. Um, uh, very. Um, like I said, normally I don't. Normally, when you have a porter, you're used to the roastiness, some chocolate, maybe even coffee notes. But like, right. they said that hot presence in there gives something completely different, and it's nice. It, it it's, is, and it's not. Uh, it's not that sort of. Before we turn off anyone who's like, oh, I don't like IPAs. No, it's not that sort of a hot. No, presence. it's really not because there's. I've... It's just it's it's kind of hitting the side of your tongue. There's no bitterness to it. It's just sort of it lightens the whole thing, and yeah, it adds it. It's, it um it kind of balances nicely with that porter mouth feel where it's you know some of them get too thick uh and it's just or the bitter coffee just becomes too one note when you get to sort of the end of a yeah a cup and this I like the balance here which uh, again is something that for me has always been exactly why Shy Halud's my all time favorite band is that fucking the two things I fucking love are are hardcore and metal. And I can't think of, like, for me, there's no better example of melding the two uh, and really bringing your own style to the table. What I, You know, and what I could say confidently <clears throat> if you're like, oh, no, Phil, that's bullshit, is like, well, Shai Halud is also still yet to be outdone at what Shai Halud does. And, I mean, they've been around since, like, the fucking mid-90s, dude. Right. <laughs> I mean, since I've been following them, which is... Early-ish 2000s, I mean, I've been waiting. I'm waiting for somebody, you know, how I always kind of want, you know, that Norma Jean style to be brought forward. And, you know, uh, same thing with Shai Hulud. There is a spe- there's a really specific characteristic that they have that, you know, I hope it doesn't die with them, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to even think of anything that, that's really comparable uh, to their approach. Um, so yeah, I agree. I, I hope that, that some, I mean, there have been kind of flashes in the pan, uh, on bodies was a killer fucking band, but they seem to have just vanished after a fucking album. Um, so like, yeah, I, I, I hope someone else, I, I think part of it, like the style's intimidating. Uh, what Matt Fox does is not easy, uh, especially as a, you know, it, Sure, you might be able to to pick up a guitar and play what he played. Writing it, on the other hand, is a totally different story. I mean, then being able to to deliver uh, releases over and over is tough. I mean, it's hard to write new material without kind of reverting back to previous riffs and stuff. I yeah, mean, to be a one man act that keeps going. <laughs> you know, I've I've played. Uh, uh, bass in a few bands and like when it comes to songwriting like i'll admit i am goddamn garbage <laughs> i can i can come up with parts trying to flesh out a full fucking song i'm like this is try trying to trying to write trying to develop structures and actually compose music is like it's not easy to do no like, it's, even, it's, it's even, insane even even simpler even simpler music trying to get it to flow well see people think it's like oh you just gotta come up with like like riffs and stuff I'm like no man you gotta no. structure it no you, you have to you have to make sure everything flows you have to write transitions like it, and, you can't just you and, can't just write a bunch of riffs mishmash them together and then just expect everything to work out you actually have to be able to compose that for me is one of the craziest things about shy Halud. uh just the way i mean they have 
songs that are uh, that are legitimately through written, uh, which to anyone who's who's not uh, or hasn't been, you know, a, a big music theory nut at any point, uh, literally it means from start to finish they don't repeat a part. Uh, yeah, which oh, that is, is insanely difficult to do, and you can. I there are a few examples of of Shia Lude songs that accomplish it. Uh, also, so. also, if you want to hear another band who does that perfectly, just go listen to the first two at the gates full lengths. Uh, the red in the sky is ours, and with fear I kiss the burning darkness. Like the way those are structured, along with like the Shia Hulud stuff. Yeah, that'll. That'll give you an idea of like those. Those are like master classes in unconventional and interesting song structures. Yeah, that's super fair. Um, but shit, man. I mean, I can ramble all fucking night about Shy Halud. So, and uh, I mean, that, just also another thing before I forget to fucking mention it. Um, part of the reason that I ended up picking a porter, uh, because this is one of my least listened to Shy Halud albums getting to hear it now and really pay attention to it kind of felt like when I was younger and first discovering them because the album still feels kind of new to me. Yeah, I feel um, that. And when I started getting heavily into beers, uh, Porters and Stouts were one of the first things that really fucking hooked me. Oh, yeah. So um, it, uh, it just fucking it just made sense. Uh, but all that said, um, if you're close enough in the area to find it, Pick yourself up a pack of uh, Tonewood Brewing's uh, Revolution Porter. I mean, it's fucking, I think it was like 10 bucks. If you're in the area, drive bad. over to the brewery and enjoy yourself some brew. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to get over there. I mean, shit, it'd be a fucking $10 Uber ride. I was going to yeah. say, Uber. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> uh, and fucking grab yourself a copy of Shy Halud's Misanthropy Pure. It's... A fucking stellar album, start to finish. And God that'll do it. Very nice. I meant to, speaking mm. of uh of Uber, on my uh, vacation, we wound up going to a, a nice Italian restaurant. And I got a nice red wine, which they didn't say what the percentage was on it. <laughs> but uh, apparently it was quite hefty because, like, I ate bread and a pasta dish. And as I'm drinking, I'm like, ooh, I'm fucking feeling that one. And then I followed it up with a, a tall boy of pumpkin. And nice. Yeah. Whew. Good job, buddy. Responsible decisions all around. Hey, Uber saved my ass. <laughs> oh, man. Uber. I, re- I, really, I really wish Uber existed where I live because it doesn't. Oh, fuck. I, I shit. No, Uber, Uber. I live in such a small town that Uber and uh, Lyft, Lyft do not exist, although it would be great because the cab companies in my area are expensive and they take forever. Yes, um, cab companies are, but Uber has allowed me to be uh, make many irresponsible decisions. Yep. <laughs> yeah, very much been a lifesaver. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else we got here? Oh, yeah, we got We got a couple got announcements. But, all I, right. I, 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 I actually like it's the rare occasion in which I actually have announcements besides the time like a month ago where I had like eight announcements in one episode. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah, no. Uh, so uh, I don't think I've ever talked about Stargeist before on this podcast. 
Uh, I'm not as heavily into black metal as a lot of people I know. I, I just have like, I have like a dozen or so black metal bands that I'm like rabidly into and will like defend to the death. And then I have like a couple dozen more that I'll just be like, yeah, those bands are great too. And the rest of it is kind of just like forgettable to me. Sargeist are one of those bands that I've always felt pretty solid on. I don't think I've ever heard anything of theirs that I didn't think was like at least solid and out of fucking nowhere, at least to me anyway, they dropped a goddamn album like on the 11th. So like four days ago, they drop an album. I had no idea it was out. And apparent, according to everyone else I know who who's heard it, no one else did either. So I guess the dudes from Sargeis decided just like, whatever, we'll just like, here's a, here's a brand new album. It's 10 tracks and it's like over an hour long. Enjoy. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, Sargeist is fucking dope. And we're about to find out why, because Tom is about to play us a segment of one of the new tracks to wander the night's eternal path. Tom. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't recommend black metal to anybody unless I think it is like pretty much like the best of the best of the best. And like let let's not let's make no mistakes here. Sargeist at this point are like seen veterans. Like I they seem to be pretty much universally respected. They've been kicking around since nineteen ninety nine. So some of those uh um I was gonna say some of those like progressions were reminding me of a dark funeral which I'm a fan of. Yeah. If you like dark funeral, you're going to like Sargeist. I highly suggest you check out their full lengths. I mean, this is, uh, 
this is kind of all of the things that I love about black metal. Yeah, seriously. I, I'm, I'm with you, Sam, where I'm not like, I'm not a diehard black metal guy. Um, I'm not I'm not either. It's just every once in a while, I will run across a band or an album that reminds me of what black metal really is and what black metal is about. Yeah, and, what, and that is that we, we live in a bleak world, in a bleak existence, and, you know, we you could argue pretty convincingly that we don't have a whole lot to look forward to as a species. And what I like are albums that remind us of that sad, sordid fact. And Sargeist have been doing that for a while. I mean, they are an absolute fucking juggernaut of a band. And they, I mean, they just dropped this fucking nuke on us out of nowhere. Like my fucking top 10 list is getting harder and harder to narrow down. Yeah, to send a heartfelt thank I'd, I'd like to send a heartfelt thank you and fuck you to the guys from Sargeist for making that even harder <laughs> and by the way it, it will surprise it will surprise absolutely no one to hear that they are from Finland it's making me think because of Sargon fin- as an angry ghost <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was trying not to laugh this whole time fuck uh, it's appropriate seeing how dead Gamergate is. Um, oh. God, Mike, Mike, I love you, buddy. I can't, I can't wait to spoon you again. Oh, baby, I can't. Oh, baby, oh, baby. Holy shit! <sighs> no, you. <right. laughs> no, so that that was a that was a little segment of "To Wander the Night's Eternal Path," which may be one of the most black metal album titles I've ever. heard. I was gonna oh, yeah. say that is something that I don't, I don't care, but like when anyone says, but. Black metal should have fucking titles like that. I was gonna yes. say, it's like a haiku. It's got to be a certain amount of syllables. Um, I still remember uh, back like, in my dude. My... Listen, listen to the rest. Listen to some of these track titles, man. Like, the bosom of wisdom and madness, psychosis incarnate. Her mouth is an open grave. Blessing of the fire bearer. Wake of the compassionate. Holy shit! Like yeah. these are dudes who know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. Listen, if uh, if your if your entire black if all if your track listing on a black metal album doesn't combine to form at least a paragraph, it's not a black metal album. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and on my senior trip, uh, me and this except one. except if you're except if you're the dudes from Antius who usually have like short as fuck song titles, but like I mean their 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 albums are just like absolutely fucking horrifying experiences. Um, all the same, on my senior trip, me and this one dude wound up like just taking a bus into a into the city to, to hit obviously to hit up a, a record store and like. I'm picking up like Dark Throne and stuff like that, and he's like, "You can't beat the song titles of like '90s black metal. It's fa- like to walk the infernal fields. Like mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I want this. This is what I want. In the sh- or like one of my favorite black metal anthems of all time, In the Shadow of the Horns. Like, God like damn it. it, it makes you, it makes you wonder, like, like how much crazier would the satanic panic have been in the U.S. had norwegian and like swedish and finnish black metal been in the u.s oh, like boy. can you imagine can you imagine if those fucking people if tipper gore had gotten her hands on a fucking copy of like transylvania hunger or mysterious dumb satanas teenagers oh my god the streets god like the say the satanic panic would have been so much more fucked is uh as fun as it is to uh to imagine all of that uh we've been going for quite a while and we still yeah, got a really couple things to is. cover so <laughs> oh that's right 
Yeah. Who's uh, who's next? Ye- this next one, I was I was really pumped on, and uh, yeah, a little late on the release. It came out back in September, but eh, not that far in October. We're doing pretty good. So abysmal. <laughs> to- close, close enough. Close, close enough. enough. Uh, abysmal torment released the misanthrope and ironically enough i thought that kind of was a funny callback to our brutal bruise we're gonna listen to the misanthrope God damn it. Ah. Like, I hear stuff like that, and then I I hear about the tales of Lars not being able to hold double bass. It's like, <laughs> go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, uh, oh. now, I, I, I'm just recalling this now, especially seeing the album uh, cover. Um, did did we talk about this when there was, like, a, a, a single track released? In, yes. Yeah, okay, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, because the album I, I saw the album stupid. cover and I was like, oh, I know this. Yeah, uh, and I remember relating back. It's like Sammy, if you don't love the mastering on this album, go back to their last release. You'll like that better. But yeah, I yeah, fucking okay. love this. I shit. Know, it's tough this, as shit. This really, this really just reminds. This really just takes me back to like my high school days because like the I feel like there was a lot of popularity among like the, the brutal technical death metal mm. going around then. I like some of that. I mean like nightmare I brought in a little while back and that's sort of the same sort of thing. It, it, it manages to weave in enough like hardcore. I, I say that apprehensively because it's like, I'm not sure what they do differently. I just like it better and it hits harder, maybe more rhythm generally instead of being so like pompous. I don't know, but like this really works for me. Same. So, if you dig it, go check it out at abysmaltorment.bankhamp.com. I'm, I'm definitely glad. Like it's, I think you saw at one point uh, there was a change, and I just yeah. got the stupid look on my face because <laughs> which oh that means that I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of like the O face. It's somewhere in between that and just like blind fury. <laughs> All right, All right Sammy, we got one more sort of big one, and then we got bounce. Yeah, uh, I can't believe Mike actually beat me to this, but 
Mike I, actually I just, put up a- I alley you. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I got I got fucking bamboozled. Mike fucking bamboozled me a couple days ago, and he put up uh, a card for my boy Zach and his band Outer Heaven. Who, of course, like if you've been following the show, like even remotely, you know that the the boys from Outer Heaven have had a big year. They got signed to Relapse Records. And they just dropped their uh, first full their first full length release on that label, Realms of Eternal Decay, and it is just a fucking brutal, disgusting, lava filled slab of death metal. And also fucking dope. Like getting getting signed to Relapse is a fucking dream. <laughs> like absolutely. that's amazing. They're they're one of the they're one of the preeminent uh, labels out there for extreme bands. Yeah. And I think I think to to cap this uh, to put the cherry top on this the the cherry on top of this beautiful Sunday that is this episode we're gonna listen to a brief minute of the track What Lies Beneath so Tom why don't you show us. This episode didn't do it for you. Leave the fucking hall. Seriously, yeah. I mean, <laughs> anytime, anytime Jesus. I start doing suffocation. In, in the words of the immortal man of war, who only posers are not familiar with, if if that doesn't rev your fucking motor, just leave the hall. You're a wimp. We don't need you. I'm proud to wrap up on such a pompous and fucking disgusting thing. <sighs> yeah. Dude, yeah, there was there shit. was no. Yeah, obviously the dudes from outer heaven have just been like. No irony, no pretension. Let's just write the most straightforward, fucking disgusting ass death metal ever. God, and they just know. fucking they I they I swear they keep getting better, dude. They really I mean, fucking do. I mean, you might remember a while ago when I brought in um the single Into Hellfire, which very sadly was not on this album. I was kind of hoping it would be, but I got the single, so that's good enough. But man, Realms of Eternal Decay fucking just bludgeons. And you know what? I'm not even going to buy a digital copy of this. I'm just going to wait until I can order the CD. Mm. Because this... Which, by the way, this the CD of this is $13. They also have a shirt, which I will eventually probably be getting myself. You can also get... Um, Oh, there's a couple There's a couple different types of vinyl. You can get a blue splatter vinyl and a regular black vinyl. Uh, the blue vinyl's twenty five, the black vinyl's twenty three. So get get on this, guys. Don't I, fucking sleep on I this. I think I need Pick that blue up. splatter. I think I need Go it. Go for it. 
go for it. I'm, you know what? I'm sure that Zach and the rest of the Outer Heaven dudes will very much appreciate it. Guys, head over to outerheaven.bandcamp.com. Uh, oh, and by the way, the new Sargeist I forgot to mention is available uh, from World Terror Committee Productions. You can find it at wtcproductions.bandcamp.com. Uh, nice. But again, Outer Heaven can be found at outerheaven.bandcamp.com. Fucking stoked for these guys. I like, can't wait to see what they do next. And hopefully, hopefully next year when I make it out for this is hardcore. Like, Zach, I hope I'll actually be able to see you next time. Oh, but yeah, man. Yo, like, fucking uh, shit, man. If they, if they want to, if any of them want to call in and talk about this new release... I'd be uh, yeah. okay with o- that. O- yeah. Open open invite to any and all the outer heaven guys if you want to call into the show and talk about that this fucking absolute beast of an album, please do. Because it's fucking great. Well fucking A. Uh we're we're gonna let it we're gonna let it sit there because Jesus. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of fucking bangers tonight, man. <laughs> Dude, this this episode is like when you manage to cook a pizza like perfectly. <laughs> like, when you have like a when you when you when you when you make like the perfect pizza and you cook it to like that perfect golden brown, like mm-hmm. the crust is just like perfect and beautiful. God, now I'm really fucking hungry. But yeah, let's let's call it there, boys. Alrighty, so let me remind everyone that you can you can find all of your from the pit needs at fthepit.com. That is the letter F and the words thepit.com. Uh, you'll find episodes, social media, all that fun shit. Uh, come yell at us for not knowing all those flashy languages. <laughs> uh, if you if you really like what we do, you can head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. Uh, fucking five bucks a month gets you four bonus episodes. Four. And you know yeah, what? E- pretty, even, pretty even, good. Even if you even if you hate what we do, you should still donate anyway. Just yeah. to be ironic. Yeah, donate ironically. We're we, yeah. Yeah. We, we're, we, we're, 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 we're very mad about it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we want to help you gain your hipster cred. We want we want to help you gain your ironic hipster cred. Please yeah. do it. Donate ironically. Alrighty. And that'll fucking that'll do it for me. Frank. That means of course we have reached our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>